This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, follow us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now from the July 20th show on the theme of first, here's Katie. Um, so when I was 12 years old, I started walking a little bit differently. I went from walking like this to walking like this. And if you don't really notice the difference, chances are you're like the boys I was trying to impress. I thought by walking with my chest stuck out a little bit more, it would accentuate my extremely flat chest. You see, as all my girlfriends started developing breasts, I started developing a collection for padded bras. Pause for the audience to look at your boobs. <laughs> it's still a padded bra. <laughs> see, my parents even used to joke that I got my dad's jeans for breasts, trying to make me feel better. <laughs> and if you remember middle school, the boys are just brutal. And I remember there was this one snowstorm over the weekend one time, and I was in the cafeteria on Monday morning, and a couple of boys came up to me and they asked me if I had gotten mosquito bites over the weekend. And I just, well, it's, it was snowing, so no. And then they pointed at my chest and laughed and walked away. <laughs> and if, you know, it's really hard for a growing girl to feel comfortable in her body, especially when the boys are all really aware of the one part of you that they want to look at that's disappointing to them. And so I guess you could say I kind of had a bad relationship with my breasts. Well, maybe because it was one-sided. <laughs> but a lot of that changed when I got to high school and I met the boy who would become my husband. And you see, he really embraced my small breasts. <laughs> so I did too. And just like that, my self-confidence grew, and I thought my body issues would be gone for the rest of my adult life. But you never know when those insecurities sneak back in. You see, about six years ago, my husband and I left Chicago when we moved to Barcelona, Spain. We loved Spain. We loved having coffees in the plaza and having long siestas and going to the disco until 6 a.m. And we loved the beach culture. If you've never been, the beaches in Barcelona are simply stunning. And something that I had never known was that about one in three women on the beach go topless. And when we first got there and we saw this, my husband was really excited. <laughs> and I instinctively said, oh, I'll never do that. And my husband, being both a red-blooded man and a supportive guy, said, oh, come on, you have a beautiful body. You should show it off. But instantly, I was brought back to the middle school cafeteria and my insecurity just prevented me from doing it. But the more I went to the beach, the more I would watch as all these women bounced around and they looked like they were having so much fun. 
And I was jealous. I was envious of their liberation. And I was envious of their confidence. And I was envious of their tan lines. Because as any woman in the audience knows, the worst part of your outfit is that thin white stripe of skin that is a result of your bathing suit top. And primarily for this reason is why I decided I should be going topless. <laughs> I wanted to wear cute outfits. <laughs> so I did, so I went to the place that is the most logical beach that you should go to for the first time that you go topless. A place where there's nothing but men, but not a single one would be looking at me. The gay nude beach. a lot at the gay nude beach. I learned what an uncircumcised penis looks like. I'd never seen one before. And I definitely took pictures and sent them to my friends repeatedly. I also learned penises can get sunburnt. Maybe it's all that extra skin. And I learned the most important lesson, which was just how liberating it can feel to untie your top for the first time. Oh, it was amazing. I felt the warm Mediterranean air caressing my bosom. And the sun rays were illuminating my feminine essence. I felt strong. I felt empowered. I felt sunburned. <laughs> because these pale white breasts had never seen the light of day, and even nipples can get sunburned. <laughs> now, armed with the confidence from the gay nude beach, I decided maybe it's time to up my game, go to see some heterosexual men, you know, see what they think of the, the girls. So I wasn't brave enough to go to the main Barcelona beach because I was afraid of my friends seeing me. So my husband and I would hop on a train and we'd go to the town next door. And as soon as we get off the train, I would peel off my top and run down to the water as free as the day God made me. And I felt great. I thought, I finally understand all the bra burners of the 1960s. That is until I heard two Spanish men laughing, saying, Chichis pequeñas, which means small boobs in English. And instantly I was brought back to the middle school cafeteria. I got out of the water, I tied back my suit, and I sulked. And it would be a while before I can gain the confidence to even consider taking my top off again. But soon, as that thin white stripe got brighter and brighter, I realized, come on, you can do this. Get back out there and show them your girls. So to gain a little confidence, I asked my girlfriends if they'd go with me. The four of us went to the main Barcelona beach. And as we got to the beach, I was with my four girlfriends and one of my girlfriend's one-and-a-half-year-old son. And I'd never met this kid before, but he was a cute little blonde, curly-haired kid, and he seemed pretty well-behaved, so we let him with us. 
And as we stepped onto the sand, they all whipped off their tops and ran down to the beach, all excited. And I felt like, okay, this is the moment. Anyone can be in the beach. Anyone could see your naked top. You better be prepared for this. So I undid my top and I looked nervously around, hoping I didn't hear anyone laughing. And then my girlfriend asked me if I could watch her son while she went swimming in the sea. I said, sure, but I was still a little bit self-conscious. And so as I had him on my lap, and we were playing in the sand, I still was looking around just to see if anybody, you know, any strange men would be looking at me. And as I'm looking in the distance, I feel the kid grab my boob and put my nipple in his mouth. <laughs> and I didn't have kids, so I had never experienced this before. But it was the first time that I had seen my breast as something other than a disappointing, underdeveloped sexual object. You know, they're a part of me that was capable of sustaining life. And all that time, I had been nervous about what these strange men would think. And I had one little man that thought my breasts were perfect. Thanks for listening to this story, brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more, visit us on hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell.